0: IVM.
1: So, welcome to another week on IVM. If you aren't following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This week on Simplified in a Shorty, Narain and Srikat simplify the phenomena of near death experiences with interesting cases and scientific theories. On Pragati, Pavan and Hamsani are joined by economic policy expert Yazad Jal to discuss negative and positive rights. On The Scene and the Unseen, Amit Verma is joined by stand-up comedian Aditi Mittal and our production controller Swati to discuss misogyny and popular culture. On Pulyabadi, Saurabh and Pranay speak to Shruti Raj Gopalan about the meaning and importance of property rights in India. This week on Shunya One, we have Suchita Salman, founder and CEO of LBP, a local recommendations platform striving to discover all things new and old. On Hustle Science, Ranveer and Tejaswin speak to their buddy, tech entrepreneur and founder of Hello Inc., Angad Natkarni, to understand his coding craze and a lot more about his stories. And now, on to your shows. Born
2: into a poor family of five kids, where his parents didn't want him to go to school, he ended up not only graduating, but becoming a PhD. He then went on to become one of the scientists in BARC, which is the Atomic Energy Research Center. But I think the the most interesting part of my guest today is from... Being a villager to then working as a government servant, he started a business fairly later in his life with just an investment of rupees 2 lakhs. But today, his company has reached a very, very different scale. It is publicly listed. It's worth over 3,000 crores. Maybe it's already higher as we speak every day. And he's actually transformed the life of millions of Indians with regards to their health by taking one disease which is thyroid and he became literally the king of thyroid in terms of helping people transform and bringing that name in everyday vocabulary. Normally people didn't know about thyroid as much. Uh, I'm really excited to have uh, none other than Dr. A. Velumani, the founder and CEO of ThyroCare, also one of my gurus and mentors who have been taking advice for a long time, uh, ever since I started GOKI. Uh,
3: so it's a real, real pleasure to have you on the show, sir. Thank you very much, Vishal. And I'm indeed very excited to get me learned for me also. No, sir, I think it's been really amazing. I think
2: your story is such an inspiration for a lot of people because you started off at a very, very different stage, right in a village, in not a very well-to-do family. So tell me, how was it in the early days in a village in South India? How was it growing up over there? And how did you transition
3: from there to here? No, it's not anything happened in a few weeks or a few months. I'm 59 years old. and uh, 59 years young. Young. And uh, it was a village. Mm, Nothing you can do for where you were born and to whom you were born. And it was a village where uh, nothing was connected by train, road, nothing. This is close to Coimbatore. It is 28 kilometers away from city of Coimbatore. And uh, I was uh, eldest among five children. And uh, my father's village and my mother's village were uh, 10 kilometers apart. And for some reasons, my father couldn't continue in his village. So he had come to my mother's village. So my entire youth days were only with my mother's village. Five children. My father wasn't all that happy about my mother. So was not a great support to my mother. My mother didn't have father. My mother didn't have support of anyone. But she had five children. Wow. So that is where I think uh, I have been telling I have become a father of a family at an age of 10. Because I found my mother all alone struggling. And I took those responsibilities pretty early. And the village was not having school. School was three kilometers away. So going to school was a fantasy. And uh, my mother did support. Uh, My father was wondering how education can be our cup of tea. But I think my mother kept on uh, uh, persuading us to go to school. I must tell you, my mother had two buffaloes. Each buffalo was giving around five liters of milk.
2: And, and this we are talking about now almost, what, 50
3: years back. So this was... Yeah, 1960, 1960, 1960s. 1960s, wow. 60s. So two buffaloes... It was a very different India that type point of time. Yeah, if you look at it, uh, those days even... Uh, Buses were not there. Many in Koyambu district itself mm. forget about the village. So it was a very different one. Those days, anybody in my village wearing a chapel was said to be a rich man. And anybody wearing a full trouser is said to be a very rich man. Wow. So this is how that village was. So my mother had two buffaloes. Each of them gave five liters of milk. So ten liters of milk. I distinctly remember each liter was sold for one rupee. So that makes daily 10 rupees and weekly 60 rupees, 70 rupees. And my mother will uh, use that 70 rupees to buy all that is required for the family to survive for the week. Wow. So many ask me today a question, uh, where did you learn your business management? (laughs) Now, I haven't gone to Harvard or uh, Stanford or uh, Kellogg. I think my mother was the one who taught me how to meet the ends when it is too small
2: absolutely and if you know
3: how to manage with no resource low resources you can manage business any day wow so that way I uh, salute her for having uh, completely put in everything best possible you know one thing she had never borrowed a single rupee from anyone
0: wow
3: and then uh, she saw us uh, finishing school then we saw ourselves that we are finishing the colleges and we all finished graduations. We were the first in the entire village to do a graduation and the entire family was graduated. Not only that, we three of us were together in Mumbai University doing post-graduation also. Wow. So if you look at it, it was a huge transformation from a small village and it's a long journey. It is said, right, that the mother
2: is really the center of the universe, and I think it's really true in your case. And you know
3: that I think I have been telling nowadays: if a man succeeds, a family prospers; if a lady succeeds, the society prospers. So my mother was a successful lady by bringing up the children, and today, if I am an entrepreneur impacting Indian healthcare scenario, I think that was all well. Nurtured by her.
2: And was there something about South India in general where education is more important? Because in North India people don't end up learning as much, they go to the farms, etc. So was there something about how did she give so much importance to education so early in nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies?
3: I think there were only two options for a man. Either you work in the field in the hard sun for a lifelong and remain uneducated and do that. Or you become educated and sit in an office under a fan, under an AC and do the office work. So every mother would love to see their children not struggling in the hot sun. So that was the drive by my mother. Wow. But my drive was entirely different. I found in the entire village, all graduates had fair looking wives. Oh. So, I thought, why not me too? So, that pushed me towards uh, uh, getting into a graduation. Wow, that is, that is a great
0: motivation <laughs> for getting into
3: graduation. So, you finished your school up to what, 10th grade? E, in? You know, those days it was 11 plus 1 plus 3. Okay. So, I was 11 and then went for a pre-university course and then did a BSc in chemistry, math and physics.
2: And, and from Coimbatore, why did you decide to come to Mumbai and not Chennai? Because a lot of people from there end up going into Chennai.
3: It's not that in life where you want to go, you reach. Wherever you have reached, you never t- dreamt that you will be there. Exactly. Having said that, uh, uh, it was, uh, you know, fortunately, I went from a village. Fortunately, I am from a poor family. And fortunately, no one gave me a job in Coimbatore. Fortunately. Wow. And fortunately, the <laughs> one who gave me a job, one company, that also was closed down. Okay. And then uh, I had uh, been applying for jobs uh, across the country. Using one newspaper that was Times of India, Wednesdays, there used to be a lot yes, of situations. Yes, the, yeah, Wednesday is the. So day. this newspaper used to come to Coimbatore and I used to sit in the library every Wednesday. the ads, literally, right? Every Wednesday, post 10 postcards. Because that was the only thing which I, can, I could afford to. I think if somebody persuades, things work. Exactly. And around 20 weeks, I might have been posting and one fine day I got an interview letter from Baba Atomic Research Center. Then I thought, let me uh, romance with uh, Mumbai and see by any chance my life And that be time you were already a graduate? I was a BSc. Post BSc, th- four years of underemployment. So I was 24 years of age when I got an uh, opportunity to come to Mumbai. Wow. And BSc was done in Coimbatore? Yeah, BSc was done in an institute called uh, Sri Ramakrishna Mission Vidyalaya, mm-hmm. And uh, my entire degree costed me only 1000 rupees. Entire degree? Yes. Wow. And I uh, got myself uh, admitted or uh, joined in a Harijan Welfare Hostel. Okay. Because that is where you get food and shelter free. Mm -hmm. And For me, getting a degree was anyhow a must. So I did uh, all those things. In fact, how a boy of that background could have become a graduation itself is a 500 pages book. Wow. How many part-time jobs I did to pay to my schools and colleges, everything is very vivid in my memory. Wow. So, then I get an uh, interview later. So, boarded in a Jainti jainti Express, which starts from Kanya reaches uh, Mumbai via Coimbatore, mm-hmm. and 35 hours of journey, 25 hours I must have cried cried. Yeah, you can't leave your siblings and parents uh, from, you know, the typical Tamil Nadu culture. You know, culture of Tamil Nadu is highly imbibed.
4: Mm-hmm. Every
3: district there is a culture. Every Taluk there is a culture. Mm-hmm. So, it was, I wasn't prepared to leave. But then I left. So, in the train I kept on crying and uh, landed in V T Railway Station on August 18, 1982. Wow. You and remember then, the yeah, date yeah, and yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah, wow. And then 18, 19, nights I slept in V T Railway platform. Why is that? Well, you didn't have friend to receive with a smartphone to uh, take to their <laughs> home. Nor I had a credit card to check in in a hotel. Nor I had a purse to keep a credit card. Wow. There was only a 500 rupees in my pocket. And I have to get my first salary until that time. That 500 is my only amanat.
2: And... You had to go for the interview. Yes, I, I had to go
3: for the interview and be asked. And you said that, let me
2: stay at the station yes, itself. Yes. In the wait- it was a waiting room. I it believe. was not even a waiting room. It was just
3: a platform. Wow. 1982. Yeah, I want to tell here, success in life is delta. And delta is equal to X2 minus X1. X2 is where you are today. X1 was where you were that day. Wow. And if it, X1 was zero... You have nothing to lose. Exactly. You ask me that village, poverty, that means for my life, my X1 was zero. And for my Bombay journey, X1 was zero. Exactly. And when X1 is zero, you have nothing to lose. When you have nothing to lose, you have the highest courage. Absolutely. 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 And, you know, today the problem is that people are like, oh, you know, I don't have the hotel booked. I don't
2: have this. I don't have that. And people come up with all kinds of excuses to not do something. And look at this, you know, your your story where
3: you had like your delta was zero. So for that, nothing really mattered. I think the big problem for today's generations are they are unfortunately not poor. <laughs> okay, that's a good because, way of looking at because it. Because yeah. I was fortunate to be poor. Here they have been pampered. I use the word pampered because today's uh, parents have probably felt pampering is the only way to bring up the children. And they can't travel without AC. They can't travel without uh, reservations. They can't travel. Oh, for the first salary of ten thousand, they come by air. Exactly. Right. That itself says there is a a, a social pressure to work, not an intestine driven pressure. (laughs) That's a good way to think (laughs) about it. Not an
2: intestine driven pressure. Yeah, they are not hungry in the belly. There's no hunger in the belly. Right. That's what they are talking about. Right. They have they're already satisfied. And so coming back to it. Right. So was Mumbai that time? Really, the land of opportunities for India? Is it also no, that no, thought no. process? I'll tell you
3: all Tamilians' destination is either Atlanta or Singapore because they don't have to face Hindi. Ah. Now, for me, it was not a planned trip to come to uh, Mumbai. I got an interview. And I thought, let me go and uh, look at it. If everything is all right, continue to work there. If things are not all right, come back and no, do. Because what you yeah,
2: want. that was the other thing. If India was very you know divided. The South India
3: was yes, no yes. India at all. And so the South Indians hardly come to North. But if you ask, there were plenty of South Indians in Mumbai, even from 60s and 70s. But then a uh, love-hate of Madrasi was always a challenge yes. for a good number of people. But I came here thinking that if I sit in a corner and look for my livelihood, no one will bother. Mm-hmm. So wow. I came to Mumbai just for livelihood. I never knew that something in store for me. And and during growing up, you know,
2: that was the MGR era, right? That is when MGR was there in Tamil Nadu? I think MGR was there till uh,
3: 1984. That means until I became 24 years of age, MGR was around. But I think a lot of influence of uh, Tamilians has been from movies. Yeah. And if I look at the South Indian movies, they are largely around, uh, you know, brother, sister, father, mother, uh, daughter, son. These are the things which around which the movies are made. So I would call there's more emotions in South. More of decoity, triangular love and uh, loot, everything is in the North movies. (laughs) So, if you look at it, the culture itself, South North was very different even from the movies point of view. Exactly.
2: That's a very, very interesting way of looking at
3: it. Movies have influenced a lot in Tamil Nadu because every hero, at least on the screen, was trying to be a good boy. Mm -hmm. So, that gives a feeling and a definition of what is a good boy. there will be a bad boy villain he is made as a bad boy even in the eyes of all people so much so in some of the movies When the villain comes There used to be some patter thrown on the <laughs> screen, screen. <laughs> To that extent People are emotionally Made to understand Villain no, is villain. Which is
2: why You know I mean Like sitting in the north Or in Mumbai It's very difficult to understand The love of South India With their movie stars Like gods And Rajinikanth is like god And That's you know right. There are people who are like Making statues and temples So it is that That huge an influence I think
3: in north in Leaders are different movies Movie stars are different. In South, the movie stars are latest. Mm. I think this is almost some now 40 years. It was started by even Karnan And the they also had a movie background, though he was not a hero.
0: Hmm.
3: And then NGR took over from there. Then Jalelatta took over from there. Then alternatively, all these guys. Then in, even in Andhra Pradesh, there was an NTR who was a Chief Minister for a pretty long period. Exactly. So if you look at it, and movie now both stars Kamla
2: Asan and Rajinikanth are
3: also into uh, politics.
2: Hmm. That's going to be quite. So clearly you had the influence of the tamil cinema where you know the hero is doing a good thing and you somehow felt that you know i am being the good son by going and now getting this job is that Yeah one? i
3: think the family values were very much uh, uh, driven into the brain and and what was the biggest cultural shock you got when you came to mumbai you know coming from a For small For me town. fortunately there is no cultural shock because even in south i was uh, quite neutral to south indian cultures you know, let it be marriages, this and that. I had less belief and faith. So, when, I, as soon as I came here, I was quite okay to get adopted to. Mm-hmm. What shocked me when I came to Mumbai, I came to Mumbai by after buying a good pair of leather shoes mm-hmm. and a suitcase and came in the August month. Oh, rainy season. And it was pouring like anything. Without (laughs) an umbrella, I landed in VT Railway platform. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) it must be also flooding that place. In Coimbatore, it rarely rains.
1: Yeah.
3: There is no season. So, I was caught. In fact, uh, the the monsoon is something which is very unique to Mumbai. Exactly. I enjoy it a lot. I enjoy it But in initial days, it was a bit tough to imagine this much rain, how a man can manage. Exactly. So living in VT station for three days. So, you know, what were the thoughts?
2: I mean, were you like sure on what you because BRC is really far, right? So I live in Chembur, and (laughs) BRC is literally the other end. And that time in the
3: 80s must be like, you know, you're going to a different city almost, right? When you were coming. I'll tell you many people in the train wanted to talk to me because I was keep on crying. So some South Indian family members were there and they asked me where you want to get down. I was educated not to talk to anyone because anyone will be misguiding. (laughs) So I didn't answer at all. They asked me, Kalyan, Dadar, VT, I don't know where is what. One thing I clearly knew, last station I'll get down. Yeah. And VT Railway Station was the last station. Not that by any intelligence, it was just by... Last station. Last station. Then I understood BRC is far away. Exactly. Had I got down in Dadar, it would have been closer. Yeah. Then I take a train and go to Vikroli. Okay. And in Vikroli, uh, I took a bus... And the bus those days was, uh, that particular day was not moving at all. Ah. And I reached the interview by four hours late. Four hours? I hour? thought, uh, no, my job is all gone. This is Anushakti Nagar. Anushakti Nagar. But uh, it looks like that day, many could not come and I came. Look ah. at the nature. I went there thinking that I lost the interview. Because of the rains. Because of the Finally, I got the chance because many didn't turn up. Wow, this is the rains and all of that. And wow. very important here is. In the interview I was asked ask a question, where is thyroid? Mm. Mind you, I was a maths, physics, chemistry student.
2: They asked you in the BARC. In the interview.
3: I said I don't know. And the most important point is in nineteen eighty-two I did not know where is thyroid. <laughs> and now and in nineteen ninety-two thio- okay. I run I had finished my PhD in thyroid biochemistry <laughs> and in two thousand two I'm running the world's largest thyroid testing laboratory. <laughs>
0: I think this deserves a... Awesome. The punchline is
3: amazing. The punchline is <laughs> If you do what you have studied you will survive. <laughs> if you do what you have studied you will survive and if you do what you have not studied you will be the leader. Oh. <laughs> so I keep uh, motivating uh, youngsters. Mocha to reset karo. Exactly, exactly. I mean, this is quite a story, right? Yeah. So
2: you gave this interview in
3: 1982. Yes. And BRC was like a big deal, right? That time it was the most yes. premier institute. Even today, any postgraduate in science and technology or postgraduate PhD. And it's a government job. Government jobs. Most uh, uh, fantasy for any scientist. So, my, my father's elder brother, mm-hmm.
2: he's also retired, of course, as a scientist right, in B.A.R.C. Right. So, right. I know
3: that getting
2: into B.A.R.C. is very tough. Getting
3: but out also is very tough.
2: Because they give you this amazing,
3: that like, Anushakti Nagar is like paradise. You know the right word? They opiate you. Oh, opiate <laughs> with the good air <laughs> and good air and schools. Absolutely. You just can't come out of Anushakti Nagar. Yeah, it is, Yeah. Exactly. So you lived, so you worked with BRC in which division was this? It is known as Radiation Medicine Centre. Ah. And it was a medical division. So there's a
2: BRC hospital also there, right? Yeah.
3: But my unit was in Tata Memorial Hospital, Parel, ah. where it was uh, you know how cancer can be cured using radioisotope. In that division, there was a connection between thyroid and radioactivity. Hmm. That is how I got into BRC and then got re- thyroid connected. It is all never planned. Yeah, exactly. And and then you said you ended up doing your PhD while at BRC. Yes, BRC is an institute which allows you to do research. So, you do your research, submit your thesis. If it is good, you get degrees. That's a bonus. When I came to Mumbai, I thought my studies, there is a full stop. Now it is a comma and still now it is a comma. You can keep studying.
2: Absolutely. And at what point of time did you then
3: finally get married? This is when you were in Mumbai or you got married in... No. I came to Mumbai at an age of 24. And for me, marrying in Mumbai was... Something uh, didn't gel with me because uh, I found the Bombay girls' uh, ascent in English, uh, their dressing sense. And I myself was feeling too small in my own organization where all local Mumbai girls were there. (laughs) So I was totally uh, uh, against. But then my father-in-law found me somewhere and then he was in intense love with me. Your (laughs) (laughs) father-in-law Any man who has A a marriageable age Daughter has to love a boy Yeah So that the daughter Finds uh, happy tomorrow So he was persuading me And I thought uh, Let me have a look At the girl And then refuse Rather than uh, Refusing blindly
2: And how did You end up meeting them
3: In in BRC My father-in-law Was a security officer In BRC So he had Keeping an eye On all South Indian boys Going in and going out (laughs) (laughs) He had three daughters, manageable age. Yes, so So he's like, okay, (laughs) this guy is coming on time to office, doing everything. And then go to personal department, you can see the full kundali. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So he did intelligent research. Wow. (laughs) So then I thought I will have a look at her and uh, uh, then take a call. Uh, When I had a look at her, she was not impressive at all. Hmm. Then I thought, uh, you know, once you go back and uh, keep silent, they will understand it. But then my father-in-law was uh, persuading again. And I thought uh, this gentleman should be now told uh, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. But then when I sat in front of him, the innocent face didn't allow me to tell it bluntly on his face. So and I thought uh, I will ask him. Uh, an opportunity to meet the girl for an hour Mm. where I will tell the girl
0: Ah. discourage the
3: girl so that the girl tells the father uh, (laughs) I don't want to marry this boy
2: (laughs) (laughs) that was a great idea from a Tamil movie I'm sure absolutely
3: (laughs) so this is something happened in Nariban Point in Madam Kama Road in the State Bank of India my wife was working in State Bank of India in the 14th floor I went there for one hour we talked and Mm. in one hour there are 60 minutes 55 minutes, I only talked. <laughs> and 5 minutes, absolute silence was there. Okay. She was only looking at me. She was not at all talking anything. Didn't ask a single question. <laughs> and you're like, then oh, I God. thought I must marry this girl. <laughs> if a girl doesn't speak for one full hour, that too in front of a boy whom she is going to get married... This thought, is, the perfect this combination. is the perfect combination <laughs> and in that one hour i kept on telling her what i don't have mm. even whatever i had i told i don't have so much so i told her look for our marriage if it goes through you have to spend <laughs> the next point is if you are spending your father should not know it Okay. <laughs> can you imagine all this kind of conditions put then I told her if you still want to marry me tell your father to meet me tonight otherwise tell him something is wrong with the boy
2: <laughs> so you had this whole script oh God.
3: full script I must tell you one thing I had removed all expectations and my life subsequently was most pleasant Ooh. because I told you I don't have Anything. So, everything I declared... In fact, this is the best possible strategy... Someone, if they want to live a happy married life... Okay... Otherwise, normally what Rather, people do... Oh, I have this, I have that... Everything they will tell... Unfortunately, raising all expectations... Let me tell you the punchline here... Resignations or divorces Happen only because... Of unwanted expectations... Ooh. So, if you can keep... For both cases, low... Everything is a
2: bonus. Delta, your delta formula. Everything is
3: a bonus. But I want to tell you here, I asked my wife after three months of marriage, what was that which made you to marry me in spite of me telling all such things? She said, in a short family, being a tall daughter-in-law makes a lot of sense than being a short daughter in a tall family. Mm -hmm. That was a very powerful way of her interpretation. And uh, many would... uh, You know, marriage is two kinds. Marriage is two kinds. One is like debt. Another is like equity. Hmm. Everybody matches two bedroom with two bedroom. That is known as debt, safety, security. My <laughs> wife married a boy from village and she took equity. Oh,
2: That's another very, very
3: important one.
2: And w- what was your family's reaction? So you finally saw the father,
3: your father-in-law met you in the evening. So, did your family also... No, no. My family was not involved in this process because I believe in life. Either you can discuss or decide you can't do both. Okay. So, I didn't discuss. And I became a head of the family at an age of 10. Mm. So, no one is going to ask me why because no one asks me why. Today, I am very powerful because from the age of 10, no one asks me why. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you were the head, of, I'm the head of the family. You were the CEO. <laughs> so I just thought I will f- decide everything. Finally, I told my mother. And my mother was a bit concerned uh, because I was the eldest son. Eldest daughter-in-law is very important in Hindu families to yeah. nurture the rest of the family. My mother was worried might be uh, my son will no more be what he was. I think my wife ensured I am a better son than what I was.
2: Wow. And, and you kept going back to Th- Tamil Nadu and getting them or they were still in Coimbatore? No, no. I
3: I brought the entire family to Bombay. Oh. My second brother is a lawyer. He studied in Mumbai uh, University LLM. And uh, he is a CEO for today. Oh, wow. He is still with my business and uh, he is also co-promoter. Mm-hmm. And another brother also with me, a part of this business till recently. My sister also was in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. So in that way, you know, uh, you have only two options either you go back home or get the home to mumbai exactly i brought the home to mumbai but then finally all of them have settled in coimbatore mm-hmm. i and my children only are in mumbai correct so this was again i would say uh, early 90s is when all this my was marriage happening. was 1986 and i was a government officer till 1996 so
2: 10 years wow
4: the vishal gondal show will be right back after this break
1: A billion dollar acquisition Another copycat startup got formed No, the tech world in India is surely moving double the speed of this voiceover Tune in to Shunya One every Tuesday to catch us talking to the smartest people we know on the IBM Podcast website, app or wherever you get your podcasts from.
2: And, you know, like, I have not heard of people leaving BRC. It's one place you only live when you retire. You know That's how typically it is. But for you, you decided to quit that organization for not joining another big company, but for starting your own company. So how did that happen and that was a very very bold decision given that you had all the
3: security in the world with everything there so what happened what made you take that decision I think I have been telling either you can discuss or you can decide you can't do both Uh, I came to Mumbai without discussing with my father and I got married without discussing with my mother and I resigned my job without discussing with my wife I went to office in the early morning and the entire morning I worked I had lunch, then during uh, uh, around 4 o'clock, opened the drawer and I found my closing balance in the passbook was 2 lakh rupees. I'm talking about 1995, when 2 lakh was equivalent to 2 days, 1 crore. Hmm. And then I looked at what is my family expenditure. It was roughly around 5,000. So 2 lakh divided by 5,000, 40 months, my family is safe. So tick number one. Hmm. Tick number two, I was searching. Uh, the right side, there was a colleague with two-bedroom hall kitchen. Left side, another colleague with three-bedroom hall kitchen. Both of them had 20 years of EMI. I was the only guy without EMI. Ooh. Tick number two. The third one, my wife is working in State Bank of India. Tick number three. I took the yellow paper and resigned and went home. I didn't ask anyone. My boss was shocked. Every colleague was shocked. What happened suddenly? Hmm. I was the happiest employee. There was nothing wrong with the job, nothing wrong with my, nothing. But I resigned and went home. And this was at the age of what? 1995. I was 37. My son was seven. My daughter was five. Wow. And then uh, in the dinner table, I didn't tell anything. And night two o'clock, my wife asked me a question. Then I said, uh, I have resigned. Mm. Until that time she was horizontal. And then she became (laughs) vertical. Uh, (laughs) And she looked at me for a few seconds Then she said If you don't go to Office from tomorrow If you don't go to office from tomorrow Even I will not go So that was a dumkey which came In the middle (laughs) of the night Oh yes That is what happens if you discuss Ah. At night 2 o'clock my wife wanted me To reverse my decision Until that time, I was horizontal. Then I became vertical. And I said, Mind you, both of us did not go to office from that day. She She also did not go. Now, two people, State Bank of India job, Baba Atomic Research Center job, both of them gave up the job on the same day. And I want a message to be told. Please, romance with risk. Romance with risk. And if the risk is substantial, the outcome is going to be very beautiful. Absolutely. So today I made a history. Today I stand and tell stories all because I didn't go to office because my wife said I will resign. I only told her, you also resign. Let us together do and succeed.
2: Amazing. And I think, you know, that. so one of my favorite topics is to tell people that the biggest risk is not taking a risk. Risk. Not because, deciding.
3: Exactly. And I think in your case, it was not just a risk, it's a double risk. Now, I, I, mean, I, I must tell you, I'm a thrill monger. I should, I, I, from that village, I could have uh, been there. I came to Mumbai because a thrill was needed. And then I married a Bombay girl because I was looking for a uh, thrill. She was also from Coimbatore, or no? She, she was is from Tamil Nadu, Tamil. Tanjavur. So oh, okay. made a uh, uh, you know what you call a thrill thrill Then I left a government job. <laughs> Manga. Thrill. Then you know, I can lead. already
2: see a movie coming up very soon. I won't be surprised if there is a movie being made on this.
3: There is yeah, so much it, thrill in it, this, yeah, right? You, if somebody sees a story there and uh, yeah, power there. It, no, and
2: already out. there is one Koimbutu resident, M- Murgan, on whom Padman is made. So now we need to have the Blood Man. Lab Man. Lab Man. <laughs> 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 yeah the next movie yeah we should give this idea to to Akshay Kumar jisko <laughs> then yeah so then you said that so you both decided and you quit your job yes. on the same day Indeed. and what did you do the next week the next month
3: mm. how did this idea of thyrocare came about see it is because i was posted in a job of testing thyroid mm. so on the table on the shelf, everywhere, thyroid. So, quickly,
2: what is thyroid? A lot of people yeah. even now don't understand yeah, thyroid. Thyroid is a
3: 15 gram gland in the neck where the uh, tie knot sits. Ah. This 15 gram gland produces two hormones. And this hormone drives your body like how coal drives a train. So, that's the metabolism. Literally. Metabolism. Without this hormone, there won't be a metabolism. And what is the hormone called? Uh, T3T4. T3 and t T3, T4. These hormones convert mass into energy. Ah. And if you don't have this hormone, you will only be a mass, you won't have energy. Mm-hmm. And if the hormones are too much, you won't have a mass, it will all become energy.
0: Ooh.
3: Very, very... Uh, so that's k- when they say yes. that hypothyroid makes you fat yes. and, you know, hyper will... is a very important gland in the body. In other words, people now say, this man has focused on thyroid so much... It, now thyroid looks like Android. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Android is everywhere. Huh? And I think especially for women, I mean, thyroid
0: yes, is the biggest yes.
3: problem, right? More than men? I must tell you, one out of uh, five are only men. Remaining four are women. Mm. So when we look at it, it is four is to one. Women in the reproductive age are more vulnerable to thyroid problems. Mm. Hmm. So, you were already testing thyroid. Yeah, I was uh, testing in a government uh, uh, laboratory where there is no way of making money. You have to morning to evening, you need to do the test. And I found this thyroid testing has been wrongly priced in the market. Hmm. You know one thing, wherever you see something is unnecessarily priced high, you can find a business there. So, what was the kind of pricing for this? 500 rupees for thyroid testing in 1995 and dollar was only 15 rupees. Wow. So, that's like paying 5,000. Literally. Wow. So, I came into picture and I told 100 rupees it can be done. And that was a shock to everyone. That pricing was so disruptive, people wanted me to believe that I'm madman. <laughs> everybody told, you're a crazy man. It will not succeed. <laughs> and let me tell you, if everybody tells you are wrong, then you that are means right, you're right. right. You're right. <laughs> so don't have to worry about anybody telling you wrong. Exactly. So I kept the lawyer straight. It impacted a lot. No, but then you went and start, bought the machinery. I mean, what? how did you start the company? Let me tell you, this was something equivalent to how Mahatma Gandhi did a Sarka. Mm. A machine which was worth only 50,000. I purchased that. I did the business. M- money came. I bought one more mason. Did the business. Bought two more machines. Bought eight more machines. Bought 16 more machines. Today I have got in my floor thousand mason. Mm. Business doesn't need money. Business needs stamina. Mm you and, had the stamina to yes, keep doing i keep this. telling people in mumbai people with money cannot make money but people with stamina can make a hell of money mm. so it wasn't needing money see syringe kolta hai have you noticed it First patient opens the purse, then only you open the syringe, the money has to come from the market, why it has to come from somewhere else. Mm.
2: That's a very good way of looking at it.
3: So, in fact, today I run a company with negative working capital. Yeah. So, that is something which no one can imagine, such a low rate, no, uh, uh, what you call as a debt in the market, you don't give credit to anyone, Mm. oh, dream business.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And people are really, rec- this is a necessity, right? That's yeah, the here thing.
3: My, my luck is once thyroid patient, he is a lifelong, he is a lifelong thyroid patient. Mm. So every year once or twice they have to come to get it uh, titrated. So I have got a great loyal following up for my business.
2: So how did you convince the first set of people to sell you the machinery? Because I presume these machines were made by Siemens and all these No, no, like those
3: that. days it was some local company. ECIL was making a small machine. Today, it was, it is like, uh, you know, we have evolved uh, from uh, fully manual to fully automatic in 20 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And first four years, it was fully manual. Then only the multinationals come inside. And then four years, I had enough cash. Okay. Within six months, I got viability. Today, many people ask me, Dr. Velumani, your initial days would have been very difficult. Who funded it? No one funded. Mm. I was frugal. And no banks were giving loans and nothing. I did go for a loan. <laughs> I didn't go for, go for any equity dilution, nothing. Roj Paisa was businessman. And where did you set up your first center? It is in Baikala, opposite to Rani Bagh. There was,
2: hospital, there was a hospital there? Is that?
3: Yeah, that side is hospital. But I found it very close to Baikala station. So I took a 275 square feet garage. And rented garage for rupees 5,000 rent. Mm-hmm. And I can never forget how my first hundred samples came, how my first thousand samples came.
2: And how did people discover this? I mean, how did people know that this is a place I could go to? Oh, taste? no,
3: no one comes to me. I go and pick up the specimen.
0: Right See, from this, that time- the entire
3: business is not a conventional business. It's an unconventional business. You know one thing, everybody has a restaurant and a kitchen behind. Hmm. Restaurant is engage the patient, collect the blood, and kitchen is to do the test. So this is a conventional model.
0: Hmm.
3: My model is become a kitchen for every restaurant.
0: Hmm.
3: So in Mumbai, if there are thousand laboratories, I go and tell them, gentlemen, you are buying the reagent. Reagent is two hundred rupees, you give me hundred rupees, I do the test. Agar Dobi Sasta ha koi washing messy nai karita. Exactly. So, that is, um, you know, a kind of uh, impactful business model. Then I found entire Mumbai is supporting me. Then I went to Pune, supported me. Nasik supported me. Surat supported me. Then I went to Hyderabad, Cochin and Coimbatore. Specimens started flying. It's done. So, just to kind of understand. So,
2: previously, people had their own reagent and they were charging 500 rupees for a
3: test. Now, you said charge the same 500 rupees. Yeah, you don't have to buy 200 rupees reagent. You give me 100 rupees, I'll do the test and give you the result.
2: Got it. So that time you were literally like saying that I am actually saving money for you because and saving the hazard. If you you
3: outsource. You will get better quality at a cheaper rate.
2: But there was no Thyrocare brand at that
3: time. People didn't know it was Thyrocare. Or... No, no, no. The day I started, my brand is Thyrocare.
2: No, but did the consumers know it was from Thyrocare? Because if you if you B2, were the kitchen... it, First
3: 10 years, I was pure B2B brand. Okay. So no, the consumer never saw Thyrocare. No, the reports were going of Thyrocare. Ah, because you were printing it in... Because that guy cannot tell he himself did the test. He has to tell me the test is done by someone who is qualified. Ah. I was a Ph.D. in thyroid Biochemistry, so my my designation was my brand.
0: Are wow, this is so, a good...
3: Yeah, yeah, it all has happened. I was in the right time, did the right thing with the right spirit. And today I am said to be a very powerful man. You know, of course you are.
2: So, so, coming back, so you then got this whole B2B model working, where people went, paid them and then... You could start testing. When did you decide to transition
3: from this B2B to B2C model?
2: That, was, that must be a different thing, right?
3: See, B2B was good giving revenues. Everything was going on all right. But I somehow felt uh, I need to do some more disruption. So I created an Arogym as a package. Arogym is not individual test. It is like a Complan, hmm. uh, Bonvita or a Harlix. It's a package. Then I experimented and it worked. Mm -hmm. That time, Times of India wanted to invest in us. And I thought this big name is coming, why not I take money? I took a 5% dilution and took some money, 25 Mm -hmm. crores. And I put that money into full page advertisement nationwide in Times of India publications. People were wondering how come this man advertises a laboratory test like Volkswagen and uh, Mercedes. (laughs) But then it became a very powerful Arogyam brand. Mm. So, pro hmm. Everything experiment. Don't sit comfortably thinking that it is working well, let me sleep. So this Arogyam itself was another experiment, which fortunately has worked. Today, 40% of my revenue comes from Arogyam. Fantastic. And that's a B2C brand. But uh, when, you know, during
2: this whole, so the whole diagnostic industry, which you are part of. So while you only focused on thyroid, Mm -hmm. that was the time when there were all these other labs coming up, Metropolis, uh, SRL and all these who were trying to do all tests. So they were never trying to focus on one thing.
3: No, no, actually, everyone was interested in a grocery. I was the guy who was interested in a cake shop. Okay. So, in that way, mine was uh, focused on disorders, focused on thyroid, focused on metabolism, focused on, uh, you know, patients who are at home and office, not at clinic and uh, hospital. So, mine was bit of unique experiment, which fortunately succeeded. Mm. So, if you look at it, if there are 100,000 laboratories, 999,000 are... In a different kind of a uh, mode, and I am in a very different kind of mode.
2: Which is why the pricing, the entire system is very different in the I case must of tell time you,
3: care. I have done a McDonald's, hmm. which means focus on burger, take it global. I focused on thyroid, took it national. Hmm. If you do everything, you can't go national.
2: Exactly, you then have to become regional. Regional and, and local. Wow. And and how did you create a team? I know, you know, you speak a lot about team hiring and, you know, because, you know, you can't do this on your own. You need more people around you and kind of build an organization. So how did you go around doing that?
3: Yeah, Vishal, you asked me a very emotional question. Let me tell you, in 1978, when I finished my degree, I went and gave interviews in Coimbatore. My degree was done in May and in June month, they're asking, do you have experience? And uh, 50 interviews I have been rejected because I didn't have experience. If someone gives you a job, then only you can get an experience. Exactly. So That time itself, very emotionally I took a decision. One day if I have a company, I will not take experienced. I will take only freshers. Mind you, today I have 1200 employees. For all of them, I am the first employer. Wow. By design? By design. I don't interview experienced. I only interview freshers. In fact, in my company, if somebody has to come and sit, there are three criterias. One, he should be fresher. Second, he should be from a village. Third, he should not speak good English. Wow. You must be wondering why is that good English you don't like. The one who knows good English jump very often to other jobs. Mm. The guy who doesn't know English will sit and work. My simple philosophy has worked.
2: Absolutely. It has not only worked, it has succeeded, succeeded massively.
3: Succeeded. Succeeded. So I'm a good storyteller. So I must have told good story to the first five employees. Probably the story also was good. It became 50 employees. <laughs> then I continue to tell stories. It becomes 500 employees. Now we are in the process of reaching to 5,000 employees. I think a good storytelling is very important to make an employee to dream a long run with no,
2: but you. but more than storytelling, it is also then delivering the promise. Obviously,
3: yeah. if you tell story which you don't follow, the next uh, year people will leave. But there is a huge correlation between what you do and what you talk. If the, both of them are, you know, we believe in trust, truth, and transparency. These three are there, the organization continues to grow.
2: And, you know, you were then competing with all these people with MBAs in Harvard, you know, all these other companies, CEOs have, you know, studied in all these foreign institutions. So how did you kind of deal? Did you ever felt that, no, maybe I should have had different team or different kind of people? Did you ever have that
3: urge? No, I think with all said and done, uh, I had no true trust on MBA empowering you to do better business. It gets you to understand more vocabulary, more business models, how they have failed or succeeded. But the ground performance of a man is very different from the education. My boys can focus and can do any job if I train them. So criteria of my top management, my vice president today who has finished 18 years of service started his first day only with me. Wow. So in that way, I have created own resources. I have got not got enamored by somebody who is throwing a big CV. And I will continue to do that because uh, I am good at re- rearing my own team.
2: Hmm. Amazing. Amazing. That's a very, very interesting perspective. Because this is not how typically when people talk about hiring, they're like, we're going to hire from And I was, was not in a, not, not in a, a
3: hurry to grow. I was not in a hurry to make a presentation pitch to any of the investors. And I knew this company I'm going to run lifelong. If you are creating a company to sell someone, you will hire anyone. If you are going to run this company for your life, you will have patience and choose the guy who is performing, not the guy who is claiming to be performing.
2: Mm. That's a very, very interesting perspective to look at. And so... are you saying that every year was a great year for Thyrocare? You never had a challenge as a company? I think... Like the scaling is a very different challenge, right? I mean, starting up with 5, 10, 50 machinery versus scaling to 5,000 is
3: a very different challenge. I think uh, so recently I read it somewhere in social media. If your business model is good, you don't need a model to sell it.
0: Hmm.
3: Which says the business model itself is the most powerful uh, vehicle. I have done this business for 20 plus years. I think my CAGR has been 25% for the last 20 years. Wow. If at all something has gone down to 16%, 17%, the uh, next year it got compensated by 30% and 28%. So these ups and downs are always there. We don't know what is the reason. But up and downs are always there. Some competition comes, they become aggressive. Then they don't uh, truly succeed. Then again, our turnover grows well. But if you ask me, not a single day in business or in life, I had a dull moment or a worrying moment. Wow. 59 years, it, it has always been up and up and up only. There was never ups and downs. And I
2: think it all started with your delta formula. Exactly. Right?
3: When you start from zero and you don't have unnecessary expectation, things work
2: exactly that, that's an amazing I mean you know I think people need to think about this delta very very strongly because people are just depressed today there's depression there's all kinds of challenges all because, because of,
3: of there are some wrong parenting happening nowadays I run a program in south uh, the program name is art of parenting oh and there I go and tell what my mother did not do for me everybody will tell what the parents did And I tell them I am a very successful man only because my parents did not do anything to me. Mm. They left me. They left me free. They made me to take all decisions. I become powerful. Mm. What you guys in this era mothers are doing, not allowing the child to take any decision. Exactly. I am going to decide for you. Absolutely. They think the child cannot take decision. In business or in life. Or they are not as smart to take decisions. In business or in life. There are a few mistakes. Please do them fast and learn from fast. them. Don't repeat them.
2: Exactly. 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 So so, what is your benchmark for hiring people? Or how do you decide whether you're going to trust somebody or not
3: trust somebody? No, no. One thing, I, if you ask me, Vishal, all my employees I have taken only at a 2 lakh per annum CTC. That is at the base level. The base level. The one becomes, uh, uh, one who is intelligent reaches 10 lakhs within 3 years. The other guy becomes uh, 10 lakhs in 10 years. That is their own capabilities. All resources are raised internally. We just don't... Interview itself is not a right procedure. In 10 minutes, 15 minutes in an interview, what you can assess about an individual... No, but if you have a
2: job and 5,000 people apply for a post of 400 people or 550 people,
3: how do you filter that? In India, not getting enough candidate is the biggest concern for CEOs. So in our organization, daily some 20 guys walk in, 10 guys our people will shortlist. While shortlisting, as I said, poor village and no not poor, I mean, less English is the criteria amazing this is like this is like completely redefining the
2: rules of business right I mean all the people and I'm sure some of your competitors are going to
3: start listening to this podcast and they will be like oh man they know what is already happening all my competitors have 5% of employees from my floor Ooh! I don't have a single employee of my competition in my floor they are aware of it
2: when, when you are the innovator, you are the leader, this is what happens, right? Everybody yeah, in that is, way,
3: I, I I have so far employed 7,000 people. 1,200 are with me, remaining are in the industry, all over the country. So you have become the school. Yeah, in that way, if you look at it, in any industry, somebody who is leading provides resources needed for other players to build up. Sa-
2: so same thing happened in my last business in gaming, right? So the yes. India Games... I think we had a few thousand or 1,500 people also go through our company and we became the university literally. Mm. So you couldn't find another company where there was not a single ex-India Games employee. So I think it's the same case today in the industry. It's happening. No, come talking a little bit more about the industry. There is a lot of malpractices. People talk about in the diagnostic world of you know wrong testing. They also talk about this thing called the sink test, where you just give a blood and you know it is just poured in this sink, and then there are all these reports where the numbers are all varying. You know how do you respond to stuff like this, right? And I'm sure this is not
3: you know, specific to your company or any other company. I think it's a problem of the industry itself. No, no, no. I think I must tell you 10% of the laboratories don't do any malpractice. 10%. 90%? 90% of them do some kind of malpractice. Some... We we can call as... Can't call as malpractices. 90%? Compromises. 90%? 90%. See, India has 100,000 laboratories. So... 10% itself is 10000 you should be happy that 10000 laboratories in the country are doing no, a quality work
2: something like this should be 100% i mean there should no be in some... that way
3: this industry was unorganized anybody who had even a lakh or two had started a laboratory so this industry is uh, as bad as any other industry
2: no, but i'm saying when it deals with human life i mean you know people based on your reports are going to be consuming
3: medicine deciding on procedures There, if there is a huge... There is like 90%... I won't blame the laboratories. I blame those doctors who patronize that laboratories. Because doctor is the judge there. He is uh, having the trust of the customer there. He shouldn't trade it. So doctor should know within no time. An intelligent doctor knows that this report is wrong. It is not correlating with the symptoms of the patient. Whereas country has uh, uh, that many uh, unfair laboratories means I still blame the medical community for allowing them to survive and sustain.
2: That is, is, I think there's a whole, so we Mm -hmm. did a research early this year Mm -hmm. on the trust on Indian healthcare system and 93% people do not trust the healthcare system, 93%. Yeah,
3: I'm I'm almost agreeing with that.
2: It is such a sad state. Hmm. But, you know, on the contrast, you know, the number one trusted person on healthcare ended up becoming Baba Ramdev. Number two person is Akshay Kumar. Hmm. So I think clearly Bollywood and the whole, you know, our religious gurus have a bigger influence somehow in this country related to health than even the doctors. So, so, what is your thoughts around all the Babas who are now becoming the health authorities in the country?
3: I think uh, the entire uh, understanding about health by all the so-called scientists, doctors uh, has been very little. We felt we know everything. We know hardly anything. So, today allopathy is unable to solve many problems except reducing some pains. And uh, intervening in some infections. Otherwise, uh, nothing truly. Diabetes could not be cured. Arthritis could not be cured. Cancer could not be diagnosed. Cardiovascular diseases could not be predicted. So if you look at it, we are where we were. Allopathy has made it worse actually. um, Well, uh, we can't tell it made it worse. It has given some solutions and it has given some problems also. Hmm so then people look back and tell why not ayurvedic it will it is still good why not homeopathy so all those things have got today an attention because allopathy is no more what it was claimed to be so having said that i think uh, tomorrow is not going to be medicine tomorrow is going to be wellness uh, nutrition and yeah fitness yeah these three we went wrong we should have focused on nutrition which we didn't do
2: exactly exactly.
3: we became slaves of tongue yeah. and today our health is gone
2: and, and diabetes is a completely reversible condition especially yes. type 2 diabetes and you have your own experience
3: now so I think uh, what had happened was uh, uh, carbohydrate consumption carbohydrates are good for tongue Mm-hmm. So, people started cultivating rice, wheat, sugar, potato, which is very dangerous. And we all started enjoying and became victims of carbohydrates. So, this is a story for the last 500 years. Now and people they said understand. fat is bad. <laughs> fat is bad was a wrong propaganda. Exactly. Cholesterol is cardiovascular risk itself is a wrong propaganda. HDL is what you need and it's a good cholesterol. So, today the story is suddenly in the year 2000 onwards, fat is good. Hmm. carbohydrate is bad so now you look at what kind of 100 uh, uh, years of harassment the human being has undergone because of the wrong preaching so there has been challenges there have been vested interest by pharmaceutical companies to sell their drugs and junk food companies Absolutely. were selling chips and you know, sugar with no, no, all said and done we became slaves of our tongues and my punchline here if you eat for your intestine it is $2 per day Mm. And if you eat for your tongue, it is $10 per day. Mm. And if you eat for your eyes, it is $20 per day. And if you eat for your nose, it is $40 per day plus 28% GST. (laughs) Wow. So why is the nose so expensive? Because that crowd who doesn't have purse limit. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can tomorrow get into a five star and you can understand what is happening.
2: Exactly. No, and now people are talking about even diets which are going back to the paleo diets and, you know, which was the <laughs> olden times. Or, you know, people are wanting to eat ragi and jawar and millets. I and mean, that's what India was all about.
3: Eat less, eat right, no disease. Exactly. Eat less, and, eat right. And Be active. <laughs> be active. So, we all become slaves of, you know, lazy man found out all solution which made his body to become bad. Mm Punchline. What is good to tongue is bad to body. Exactly. So, if something is good to tongue, please avoid it. Exactly. So... Again, in your case, it's
2: literally the rags to riches story. Your company went public just a couple of years back. I mean, less than two Two years ago. Two and a half years. Two and a half years ago. It's today the market cap is hovering between three to 4,000 crores. You are yourself worth several thousand crores. So what is your, you know, how was that phase of your life where you finally listed and why was listing important to you? Because if this was a private company, you could have kept it private. How is it different than a publicly listed company where you are answerable to public
3: shareholders versus being a private All company? All thrill-monging. <laughs> I was doing a good company. No, no debt. Everything was going on. Cash in the balance sheet. That time only investors came and asked me, why don't you give some stock to us? Mm. I didn't want to give. So I told the double, double number. They still persuaded. Then I went to even 3, 3X. They s- bought it. Now, I have diluted. Ah. Once you have diluted, some private equity is inside. Mm-hmm. Now, they have to go after five years out. I could have told them, you find another private equity and go out. But then, once again, thrillmonger. I thought, let me get it listed. Next level. My mind was telling, if you don't get listed, Tamilians will not know, Tyrocare is run by Velumini. <laughs> so this was the thrill Long. and then I got it listed and the IPO went on wonderful uh, we got uh, uh, subscribed 75 times oversubscribed yep. yep. 30,000 crore was uh, in my bank account on a uh, particular day evening Ooh. and then uh, the entire country comes to know oh, achha, this is a Madrasi who is running this care, and uh, people from Tamil Nadu started calling wow that's a great success mind you recently I was invited to Koyambitur with an award of uh, best entrepreneur of the year. So I got the award and they wanted me to talk for a few minutes and they kept the award on the table and told, Thank you very much. Thank you for not giving me a job in nineteen (laughs) eighty two. (laughs) <laughs> Had you given me a job, I would have completely succumbed here itself. yes indeed. You made me strong, powerful, successful. Thank you very much. So that was uh, my. <laughs> Coimbatore's loss was yes. for a
2: win for India.
3: Absolutely. So for me, it is uh, a kind of. Uh, uh, you know, in, in, in Tamil, there is a Bharatanatyam and mm-hmm. there is an Arangetram.
2: Arangetram is like, okay, the, the right performance. So for
3: anybody who runs a good company, getting listed in a national stock exchange is then Arangetram. So, I have done it. Wow. And afterwards, I have become a powerful storyteller. Mm. Otherwise, who will listen to your story? Only when, more than anything else, had I not listed, who would know what is my market cap?
0: Exactly.
2: Exactly. So, do it. Exactly. No, and I think, you know, all your life right your decision to come to Mumbai your decision the way you got married the way you quit your job the way you started ThyroCare I think everybody every moment is like a big decision right this is going to be like
3: things I'm sure there are already case studies made out of this which everybody is talking about I think the man who takes bold decision makes a very powerful journey and the one who is worried about taking a decision is called KPM 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 (laughs) what Kaya Pia Margia. Oh. <laughs> and there is one more KPMG <laughs> And they hire people like that, right? All the consultants. <laughs> so in life, if you want to duly achieve something, you must be restless. Absolutely. You must be restless.
0: You
2: know, there is this amazing word which I love, which is mm. only the paranoid succeed. So there is a fear, there's a difference between fear and paranoid. You need to be paranoid and in your case, you kept evolving. And even now on the digital side, right? I mean, I know ThyroCare, I mean, all the digital Mm. companies who have come up, they're all mostly largely using the ThyroCare kitchen, as you say, right?
3: Absolutely. In the back end, we are the kitchen. For almost everyone. I think uh, 70-80% of the uh, startups have found this man is present nationally. This man has the lowest cost. This man got a very efficient system. So that is, uh, in fact, a, a driver for growth. And absolutely, today.
2: even we at Goki have partnered with Yeah, in that way, you
3: know, uh, you name any company, it's there.
2: Wow, that's
3: quite, quite a story. Yeah, so, today the growth is driven by these kind of companies which use my uh, uh, back-end kitchen. Amazing. Now, coming back to, you know, you were talking
2: about parenting as a big thing and you do believe that parenting could have a very big difference to the future.
3: According to me, Good children cannot create any impact. Only nuts can. <laughs> that too. How do you make your that child- too? Nuts with guts. Mm. So make sure first guts are there and then he is a nut. Yes. Oh, it is very important. The good children have only become bank officers. <laughs> <laughs> or MBAs or <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I always tell parents, look, don't chase for marks. Make them to think. Don't uh, bring in fear. I remember once my father asked me, do you want to swim in a village? I said, where can I learn? He took me to a kuma well. And 45 steps, if I go down, there is water. Hmm. He told me, you get down step by step. After five steps, he kicked me inside water. Ooh. Now I struggled and then finally I come out and I was crying with my dad. Why was that kicking? He told, Koi das minute tak Mm. no one dies for 10 minutes that means what my father did he didn't bring in fear he brought in confidence courage courage so that 10 minutes no one will die if you know it you are not worried yes. so and this is
2: somebody there to help you in this 10 minutes
3: more than anything else my parents did not lay roads for their children They made sure that their children can run in any road. Any road.
2: Because today what parents are trying to do is lay path for you. Literally like guide you from point A to point B.
3: And mind you, philosophically, my parents saw the world through our eyes. They didn't force us to see the world through their Their eyes.
0: eyes.
2: Amazing. That's a very, very powerful statement. So, how have you
3: used this philosophy with your own kids? I know I have met your son. He's yes. super smart. I think oh, oh, oh. I my success is because of two ladies. Mm-hmm. One was my mother. She's no more. And uh, she had uh, brought me up to 25. Made my intestines uh, to withstand the all onslaughts. And got me a degree. And uh, got me married. Mm. The mantle was subsequently carried by wife, my wife. Yeah. And uh, we lived for 30 years She's not there now I lost her for a pancreatic cancer So those 30 years This lady has taken up the job of Supporting me unconditionally Wow Believing me without any worries And for 30 years for my wife I am the only world She didn't have an old of her own
2: You know Looking at some of your Twitter feeds And Mm. the love you had for her I sometimes believe that For you Thyrocare is like I'm again giving an example like Taj Mahal for
3: your wife. It, so I think what you're building is literally the. Let, today's me, let me put it this way, for the child Thyrocare most brilliant child, I only gave the sperms. Mm. She was the mother.
0: Ah.
3: so her role and her contribution in this Thyrocare journey has been huge. I was only a front end. She was the most powerful back end lady. And in fact, she was
2: also handling HR and. What a of she other things. she was a
3: chemistry graduate, and I work in the night. She worked in the day. Mm. That is how the laboratory become day and night working. My wife lived in the laboratory for 20 years along lived. with my children. So that lady did not realize she needs a neighbor or she needs some social. She felt husband is everything. In fact, we wanted to have a listed company that was a dream of me and my wife. And when I went to ring the bell in the National Stock Exchange, I was feeling very sad that I am alone. And that time, you know what my feeling was? We both were climbing Everest. And just 500 meters more, my wife left my hand and went down. And because I reached there, I went the another 500 meters and put the flag there, not with my wife. So that's the kind of emotional uh, uh, trauma it was. But then having said that, probably God knows what to give, what not to give, what to take out. Uh, I leave it to nature. Mm. But that she was a very powerful lady. As I said, two ladies uh, made me very powerful. Now coming to your question, there is a third lady who is getting ready. That's my daughter. Ah. And she most likely is going to be another uh, transformer. So I, uh, she has been brought up well. My children were not extremely poor, but not rich when they were born. I was a government officer. So my children have fundamentals in place. Even today, they use Walla. They don't have a car of their own. Mm. I don't have a house of my own even today. Are you aware? No. No. You're still renting out? Still. I live in the laboratory. I can also buy a small Antilla somewhere. (laughs) 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 but my mind said let us not uh, uh, splurge into show off Mm. let us do the core work and I have not bought a house by the by the rule says either you can buy a house or you can do your business you can't do both successfully Mm. and why did I leave my job because I didn't have an EMI then you didn't want an EMI now Yet, no point of time, I feel this world is, we are only here as a, a you know, tenant. Nothing is you ours. You can't
2: take anything anyway. You can't
3: take anything out. So, give it back. In fact, this another philosophy. My daughter asked me very recently, Daddy, are you rich? I said, I am. What are you going to do with the money?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, uh, suddenly I thought I should be doing what Bill Gates does and what Premji does. So, I told I will give it to the society. Daddy, are you not an idiot? Why? All of them loot from the society and give it to patients. Mm. You are looting from the patient and giving to the society. Very powerful one. My daughter mm. was only 22 that time. I had reduced my rate some more, thinking that let me not loot. Mm. But fortunate in the healthcare industry, the more you reduce the rate, the more is the profit. <laughs> so <laughs> it all works very well. My daughter is going to do that job. She has said one thing that what you created, I will give back. Mm. by reducing the rates of the services and reaching to the needy and poor.
2: Wow, that's a very, very powerful statement.
3: So I believe my wife's uh, role in parenting has been a very important one. Mm. Uh, children are value-based. Children love relationships. They don't love gadgets. Yeah. And they, my daughter is looking after HR. Mm. My son is looking after IT. They are fairly powerful compared to the second gens of the world.
2: Exactly, exactly, exactly. No, I think, you know, especially in today's generation you know, the, one of the fears we all have is, you know, for parents who are already reached a status, like you said, that you don't have poor kids. Like I keep telling my mm. son, like my son wants to buy an iPhone X and I use a Xiaomi phone of 12,000 mm. mm. and he wants to buy a 70,000 phone and I told him, son, because I was a son of a poor father, you are a son of
3: a rich father, so you can talk about it, but this is the challenge today. I think my my sons have not taken any, my children have not taken anything more than 10,000. Wow. If I give them a cash 10,000, After 20 days, if I ask, they will tell, Daddy, still 2,500 are there. I asked them, what did you do? Some KFC buckets, couple of them. Mm -hmm. And then some mixed uh, uh, burgers. Absolutely frugal children. I think the children should know the value of money. Exactly. If your children, if you have taught frugality, they will never suffer in life. Mm. And this is what my art of parenting education is. Don't teach children how to take EMI and suffer. Heaven and this earth is clutter-free brain, uh, fear-free mind, EMI-free life. Hmm. If this is taught to the children, children will be most powerful.
2: And now everything they are saying, even buy, do shopping, online shopping
3: with EMI. EMI. Forget about buying houses. People are buying phones on EMI. So we must uh, educate children that it is uh, one rupee means what? Even today, if I get into a five-star hotel, if I have to take a lunch there, I will know my... Some of my employees have to work 15 days in a month to, eat earn, to earn that 5,000 or 4,000, which I'm going to splurge in next half an hour. Wow. This is very important.
0: Wow.
3: I have still not traveled in club class and still not done any kind of spending. In fact, another way of telling is, if you create, you shouldn't consume because consumers cannot create. Hmm. Wow. If you create, you should not consume because consumers the consumers cannot create. Exactly. You know, no, the
2: same thing with Steve Jobs, right? He had the most minimalistic life. I mean, if you went to his house, his house apparently had just one little, like there was no furniture, nothing, and he used to sit on the floor while he was selling the most expensive gadgets to the people. I doubt,
3: And the joke was he didn't have his own kids use the iPhone for the longest time. Many people ask me, sir, you were very simple. Can you explain why you remain so? I tell them, look, guy, honey and money sound similar.
0: <laughs>
3: honey is collected by honey bee. Money is collected by money bee. If honey bee falls in honey, it dies. If money bee falls in money, it will die. Exactly. So collection of money diwar. and spending of money are two different. Beware! Don't get. Don't become the consumer.
4: The Vishal Gondal show will be right back after this break. Did you know that Parsi's in Mumbai, instead of being left at the Tower of Silence after they die, are now cremated? And why? Because a cow fell sick in the early 1990s. Did you know that the smog in Delhi is caused by something that farmers in Punjab do and that there's no way to stop them? Did you know that there wasn't one gas tragedy in Bhopal, but three? One of them was seen, but two were unseen. Did you know that many well-intentioned government policies hurt the people they're supposed to help? Why was demonetization a bad idea? How should GST have been implemented? Why are all our politicians so corrupt when not all of them are bad people? I'm Amit Verma and in my weekly podcast, The Seen and the Unseen, I take a shot at answering all these questions and many more. I aim to go beyond the scene and show you the unseen effects of public policy and private action. I speak to experts on economics, political philosophy, cognitive neuroscience and constitutional law so that the insights can blow not only my mind, but also yours. The Seen and the Unseen releases every Monday. So do check out the archives and follow the show at seenunseen.in. You can also subscribe to The Seen and the Unseen on whatever podcast app you happen to prefer. So sir,
2: let's say Modi ji calls you and says... We want to make you the health minister of India, mm. given all the stuff you have. Mm. What will be your 10-point or 5-point agenda to change the health face of healthcare in this country? First, already...
3: first, Modi should have 5 more years if I have to take up that post. <laughs> so let's assume that we gave
2: him 5 more years.
3: Right. So if I am getting there, what I will do, the first thing is, if in 1960s, 70s itself, Rajkot to Trivandrum second AC ticket has been published... Why not an 1.5 Tesla MRI cost is not standardized in this country? So first thing I will do is first standardize the pricing for the medical services across the country, at least diagnostic, if not for surgery. They are at least trying to do that with stents. They did something, yes. right? On that. Point number two, everywhere, every infrastructure is there. All infrastructure is standing. Nothing is running. Hmm. What has gone wrong in this industry, medical healthcare industry is pricing. Every rich man starts business and he thinks every consumer is a rich man. So he has priced it obnoxiously high. Yeah, the MRIs the... are like 5 and 10,000 rupees. Absolutely. I don't know why. MRIs should not cost 2,999. Wow. Pet C- CT is 1,999. And PET CT is 6,999 is what my dream is. But having said that, I won't accept that post. Because the country is too vast no,
0: no, You will be defeated
3: go. by the country's size and its complexity But uh, you have no, asked me listen, a question if anybody can do it, it's you I mean, I'm confident, <laughs> right? If you could take a
2: disease like care And on your own, with your own resources Transform that one industry I mean, I think the next role for you Has to be at the governmental level
3: uh, Vishal, I have travelled in the pyramid of uh, economy of 10 slices from bottom most slice and I have come to the topmost slice. I know the bottom five slices, what they can afford and what they need. I will provide that. No, but you know, um,
2: just think about it. Right? So Nandan Neel Kenny came
3: out of Infosys
2: and was able to build Aadhar, And you know, given all the challenges and all that, but let's say that at least Aadhaar has been a good thing there are some challenges around it so i'm saying if somebody has to come from healthcare i think the person with scale is you because hospitals there are like 10 20 it can th- be done. you know so at scale because a country like india needs that scale
3: all solutions cannot be provided but majority of the solutions can be standardized and made to reach to the uh, poor and needy possible wow So, I think it's going to be quite interesting to see your next
2: phase. Maybe after
3: this, when your daughter takes over. I must tell you, many people ask me a question, what next? So, I keep telling, first 20 years, I was a farmer. Next 20 years, I was a scientist. Another 20 20 years, I was an entrepreneur. Then The next option is either become a comedian or become a politician. In either way, people will anyhow enjoy. <laughs> Movie star is also one other thing. Well, the, for that, I am too old to be a hero. But then if you look at Buman Irani came very late. Yes. I can still be. That's why I tell comedian. Yeah. It could be in movies also.
2: Wow. No, but I think, you know, politics is something, sir, you should really, really consider, especially given the challenges of healthcare which our country is facing and only with somebody with your experience and looking at the grassroots, right? You have come right now, as you rightly said, from the bottom of the pyramid yourself.
3: I must tell you, Vishal, for the last 20 years, what I have done is the job of a health minister only. Mm -hmm. Affordable rates available across the country, uniform quality. I have done for laboratory tests. So if you ask me, a percentage of the job I have already done without assuming any chair and without getting any funds or guidance from anyone hmm. else as a single individual. Hmm. I'm going to do it in radiology in another three, four years. Wow. I think pathology and radiology, if you have done, I've done to the needs of the country. For that, I don't truly really need to become any minister. Okay. It's a sheer logistics, HR and IT. For which uh, I have been already having and raising a team. Amazing. And uh, today I have 1,200 employees. If I can make uh, 1.2 lakh employees, country has transformed.
2: Wow. Well, that's the way to do this. Yeah, yeah. Don't need any chair or anything. The next thrill is that, you know, I don't need to be the government. I can transform (laughs) the way it is. I can be the change. Absolutely. And that's what Geo did to an extent, right? I mean, Geo transformed telecom. And
3: transform the internet and transform all these spaces without being in the government. I think somebody who can think for long term, thinking for an impact, can change these countries. Many spaces which are at present abused. Yeah. Many spaces. So, sir, one thing I want to also quickly talk to you about, and I know you've
2: gone through this, the word cancer. Right now... You know, we are hearing so many people suffering from this terrible condition. You know, a lot of people we just saw, one of the leading actresses just tweeted that she is getting treated. Irfan Khan, another actor. And again, in so many people we know in our circle today. And you, of course, lost your wife to cancer. So what is, what do you think is happening? You know, is there anything around cancer? Is anything can be done? Are you thinking about from a medical perspective, from
3: a testing perspective, anything can be done for that? I think India as a country is becoming an epidemic. spending very little on diagnostics. If in the Western world they spend $100 per man per year, India we are spending only $4 per man per year. We don't screen.
0: Mm.
3: So if there are periodic annual screenings for the most frequent cancers, you could not stop it. You could have identified a bit early and prolonged the life a little longer. Let me tell you, cancer cannot be conquered. Cannot be conquered. People make money out of it by telling that we can conquer cancer. Only 5% out of the 95% out of 100 are cured. Remaining 95% are in remission. Are valid remission. Dying after spending. In my own house, my father had a cancer 50 years back and he remained hale and healthy for 50 more years. Wow. My wife did not remain for 50 days. 50 days? Just 50 days it was after diagnosis. So if you look at it, when are you diagnosing and how are you treating early will prolong life and some people can escape. But 95% of the cancers are going to be truly uh, devastating. Wow. And fortunately for India, India is an young country. So the incidence of cancer is not that high.
0: Hmm.
3: In an old economy... Where Japan or US or Germany, where the mean age is 45, cancer burden is 25 times higher.
2: No, but India is going to get there, if not now, in 10, 20, 30 years.
3: That is why we believe we need to do this kind of cancer diagnosis and uh, screening in a large scale. So that. So, are can... you thinking of doing anything on the cancer? We do a PET CD as a technology. Everybody does at 25,000 rupees. Again, I am doing it at uh, 9,999. We do have a daily uh, Around 100 people screening I mean uh, scanning Mm. Uh, But uh, the country is uh, still nowhere Exactly That it should be
2: Cancer is becoming a big big challenge And I think something needs to be done On the diagnostics We
3: talk about cancer only when cinema stars And politicians get cancer That is unfortunate That is what my thought was today morning When I read the newspaper Mm. An actress got it Mind you In a day Not less than 200, 300 people are dying because of cancer. Cancer.
2: Yeah, Tata Memorial is filled. That that
3: itself says daily on an average five bodies go out in one hospital. To that extent, it is devastating. But I was connected with cancer from last 35, 40 years because because I was in Tata Memorial Hospital. I know this is something which just human cannot. Allopathy could not cure it. That is where allopathy failed. But having said that, treatment is possible in good number of cases if diagnosed early. Wow. So
2: what is your view on all these new startups which are coming in in the diagnostic space? Of course, there is a very infamous startup, Theranos, which now has gone bankrupt and the CEO is going in jail. Recently, I met a very interesting company called Tuple. I don't know if you've heard of tuple. Uh-huh. So they are doing imaging via camera. So the way they do testing is that they take a blood sample and take very high resolution photos and then they are doing AI and stuff and that's how they are generating reports and they are now a Bangalore, very interesting Bangalore company. They are applying for FDA approval and stuff like that. So what is, are you seeing any innovation happening around the diagnostic space? Thousand are in
3: and uh, all of them say that they are going to impact the entire medical uh, industry. I think uh, only 100 will remain after uh, 10 years. And in this 100, only 10 will cross uh, another 10 years. Wow. And very a little, one or two can not impact completely, very little. Having said that, with such a complex body, chemistry, uh, you know, entire physiology, it is not a car, it is not a gadget which you can um, identify and solve very often. God has created a wonder and you need to first wonder how wonderful it is and then decipher and find out what leads to what. Mm. It is going to be next thousands of years of hard work which will make men to understand truly yeah. what is going wrong with the body. Having said that, uh, people should try and some of them are actively trying and finally luck should help them to Package it well and hmm. deliver it well. What you do, if it doesn't reach to a common man, it is not a great startup. Only when a common man utilizes, only when you bring down the cost, when you when make a mass consumption, it is known as an impact.
2: So, sir, what is your view on yoga and meditation? You know, given Coimbatore is again the house of hmm. Sri Jaggi Gurudev and, you know,
3: the whole Isha Foundation. Did yoga or meditation influence you at all? In any I way? think yoga is uh, helping people to uh, keep their body flexible. And uh, I have a reason to believe it uh, It takes out all that unnecessary consumptions you have accumulated in your body. When you do yoga, every day, even uh, 15 minutes of yoga should be able to give somebody a good health. This is my belief. Yoga is good. You need not look at from a uh, religious point of view, nothing. Your body needs flexing and you need to stretch it and that yoga helps. Meditation appears to be the disturbed mind, the one who cannot focus. I think uh, all successful people are successful because they are focusing. And focusing itself means a meditation. meditation. So, somebody who is disturbed, who has no peace of mind and needs to get into meditation, I think that is more of therapeutic. Mm. Yoga is more of creating a better physiology, better body, flexible body and strength to body.
2: So, sir, what is your daily routine? Like how do you keep
3: yourself fit and healthy? How do you spend your morning, evening, afternoon? In that way, uh, life is uh, uh, not what you say and it is not that you do what you want. You want man baut kuch hai but then tan sadhani nahi deta hai. So the body is the one which refuses. Having said that, I read in the morning in our uh, newspaper. One without, hour. Without reading newspaper, my day doesn't start. And uh, uh, another one hour goes in uh, getting myself ready and uh, breakfast and uh, nine o'clock itself, I start. I don't travel at all because I live in the laboratory. The distance between my bedroom and boardroom is only 10 meters. <laughs> this is for wow. the last 20 years. So the 10th floor, right? That's yeah, the 10th floor. No, 6th floor. 6th floor, sorry. Yes. Yeah. So then uh, uh, my entire day goes in three things. Meals. Files, smiles. <laughs> so, mails go. keep coming. I keep reading and responding. And then files keep coming. And uh, I am very powerful in a system where filing everything should be documented. So, mails gives dynamic, fast, reach and respond. Files gives a stable, standardized system which cannot be manipulated. Mm. And smiles gives people to connect with you and you enjoy only smiles. Absolutely. So, these three things are uh, for the entire day. Some days some days it is all smiles and some days it is all files and some days it is more mails. But then these three are the ones which occupy me for the entire and, day. And then how
2: do you spend your weekends then?
3: Actually, we don't realize week has ended and week has started because we are living inside the laboratory. Uh, okay. But having said that, my mails are all stopped on Sunday. So I am starved. <laughs> my, my files don't come to my table because all employees are on the uh, yeah. weekend. And then smiles I yeah. don't get to because I... My, Listen to me, I don't have an old other than my employees. Mm. I, have, I, don't, I don't attend marriages. So many people ask me a question, if you don't attend your marriages, who will attend your children's marriage? Then I tell them, look, I have got 1,200 employees. If I call all of them with family, I have 5,000 people. Why I need more people? Mm. So my life has been around. In fact, my HR management is very unique. I have taken two lunches with every employee every year.
2: Wow.
3: Right? This was my wife who started it. We had a, uh, we still have that 16-seater lunch table. So she will bring 15 people.
2: And then have lunch. And
3: lunch and um, our dinner or breakfast. So this has been a way. In fact, my wife has got the appreciation and love and affection of all the employees only because she was a mother for all of them. Wow. I will be talking, she will be feeding. Mm. So this is a very unique way of uh, uh, You know Having people to trust you To be with you As an MD If you sit in an air conditioned room And you don't interact with people You will be disconnected Exactly exactly. power of my wife 1200 employees were there She knew first name of all the employees Wow Middle name For at least 400 employees Middle name and children's name, at least for some hundred employees. Man. So that was the power of that lady. I think uh, she had a uniqueness of uh, loving people and being with them. Amazing. I think that has created the organization today what it is.
2: Also, do you read a lot of books? Do books Actually,
3: in? I don't read books because when I read a book, I realize he is only writing what I have done. <laughs> so I keep the book aside. <laughs> so I have I couldn't complete a single book uh, reading. I have around uh, fifty thousand books with me. Yeah, I've seen a huge. Yes, collection. and yeah. uh, in this uh, I keep giving people books. So oh, one of the ways of uh, making people to remember you is give books.
2: No, and your tweets, your book of tweets yes, is so amazing. I, I follow you
3: on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You are very very amazing on that. So fifteen people who are on the lunch table, every time when they have lunch with me, they can take a book. No, I have taken a couple of books from you. So in that way, uh, my love is uh, buy books and uh, give to people to read. And that continues. And do you, is there a particular book you give people or is it? No, all Robin Sharma's books, all people who make people light, uh, not get stressed, um, you know. So motivation is? Motivation. Life is only once, gentlemen, take care of love, love people. Give
2: people positivity, right? There is enough negativity around, right? You don't need to give them more
3: negativity. At times, I you know, if I feel like, uh, you know, I want smiles. So, I will tell my people, uh, call all people who are born in July. Mm-hmm. So, you will have a, a hall full of uh, 50, 60 people. All born in July means uh, men, women, married, unmarried, yeah. uh, old, young, high paid, low paid, all Julys. Then another day, I will tell, call all ladies who have children. Mm. So that will be another uh, set of people. This makes sure that nothing is uh, politics there. Everybody comes. You kone, ye kone. Everybody is interested only listening to me. They don't talk among themselves. Uh-huh. I talk for 45 minutes. I can energize people. And that is the power of my leadership in the organization. Yes,
2: you can energize people around you. And the punchline. With punch
3: your line. tweets, the world. And the punchline.
2: So so who are your favorite actors? Because you are all about
3: punchline. So who are your favorite actors? Let me punch- finish this punchline. There are two kinds of employees, one who works for salaries, the other who works for stories. Mm. And if you have a good story, people will follow you. My favorite actors are uh, Rajinikanth, uh, Kamal Hassan, and I love Amir Khan. I love all leading actors because one or two movies, they must have touched my heart and I might have cried. Wow. And uh, So you see a lot of movies for sure? I used to see a lot of movies uh, till I was 25. And then uh, uh, I didn't see for a pretty long period because I came to Mumbai and Tamil movies were not in Mumbai. Mm -hmm. And then it took a pretty long period for me to understand Hindi movies. (laughs) Then then only after 45 years of age, I started uh, watching some of the Hindi movies. And uh, I think for the last 10 years, I must have seen around 40 movies.
2: Mm. So, sir, if you were put in a room Mm -hmm. and you could only take five things with you, Mm let's say this is going to be or let's say in a jail mm. like Mahatma Gandhi mm. and you could only take five things mm. what will be those five things
3: a uh, smartphone I need I no, no become... you can't take a smartphone in the jail no, you, 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 I, no. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't need anything <laughs> then I don't need anything <laughs> If I happen to get into a jail, I will make sure entire jail inmates have been having a gala time and I can transform them and I can make them productive. I will make sure all IGs are met and told. You give me this. These guys all will become productive and they will make these machines or they will make these gadgets and I can transform them. Mm. I won't carry anything from outside. Wow. That's amazing. I must tell you the power is I can leave home today without taking even my purse. Mm. Wow. So that is the power. And uh, you know, always people tell your wealth is what? When you lose everything and what you have. Yes. So, when I get a bowl, if I get to pay 5 lakhs, 10 lakhs, uh, if I can do that, hmm. I have my comforts. And my expenditure per day is 1000, 2000 rupees. I'm a very frugal man. Mm.
0: No, absolutely
3: no as far as you are frugal. You know one thing? What is stress? Stress means Kone ka dar. Kone Fe- ka dhar, dar. Yes. Fear of losing. Losing. And if you punchline. Hmm. Jo kona chaata hai, wo kabhi kota nahi hai. Jo kone se darta hai, wo kabhi paata nahi
2: hai. Paata nahi hai. Wow.
3: So, kone ka dar jabi nahi hota hai, you are the most powerful man. Wow. When you have nothing to
2: lose, you have everything to gain. You have everything to gain. Exactly. No, and I, I know that's... So I think the real secret of your success is you have somehow always got into the position that you have nothing to lose, even though you had everything. See, when you had really nothing, when in the village time, yes, you could say you have nothing to lose. But when you were in your job at BRC, when you had started your company, when you went IPO, you know, when you you know lost your wife but you know you are going forward because you have this magical ability
3: to have this thing that i have nothing to lose punchline here the power of a man is his ability to press the reset button mm. keep the reset. power of a man is his ability to press the reset button keep resetting and how many times you press the reset button decides how far you are moving up and many people don't dare to touch it.
2: Yeah, In our, in the gaming world, we call it leveling up. You have to keep going to the so next level. The minute
3: you can press a reset button, you are now prepared for the next orbit. Mm. Comfort zones are danger zones.
2: Exactly. Exactly. No, I think, you know, I, these are such amazing thoughts, sir. I mean, I'm telling you that, you know, I have now got so many people on the show. But I think what we are learning from you is outstanding. I'm sure the people listening to this are going to be like jumping from their own seats thinking of what they can do to change this. So, where do you see yourself now? Like You're still very young. 59 is, you know, you have now the next 30, 40 years to be around and by that time I'm sure people will find a technology to live even over 100
3: years. So, where do you see yourself now going forward? Yeah, for marriage I'm too old, for a business I'm too young. (laughs) So, let us look at age from that angle. Exactly. But, uh, I have only... Only simple one dream. Add a zero every six years. Mm. So today I have 1200 employees. My dream is 12,000 employees by another six years. Wow. So one more zero in another six years. So if you look at it, for the last 30 years I have added five zeros. Mm. Well, it is a man who is only focused on zeros. And the punchline here is, there are only two kinds of people. One who chased zeros and become heroes. Other one just didn't know what is zero.
2: Yeah, and they started to be a hero and they become zero. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it is amazing. I mean, the way you are looking at this world is very, very differently. So I think the key takeaways, which I am really getting here, is the ability to reset is the ability to get to a situation where you are taking risks?
3: The ability to focus.
2: An ability to focus.
3: If a man can focus, he can create a hole in a hill. Hmm. That is the power of focus. I am a man who can focus and achieve anything. Wow. If yeah, Madras learning Hindi, Marathi, Gujarati... A mathematician learning uh, uh, microbiology and physiology and endocrinology, all would have been impossible could I not have focused. Mm -hmm. So, ability to focus Hmm. makes you very powerful. Wow. The children should be taught how to focus. Yes. Absolutely. In my organization, the guys who focus reach to the top. The guys who are unable to focus remain in the middle and at the bottom. So, this is happening in the world also. Hmm.
2: Absolutely. So, if you had a magic wand and you could go in the past or
3: the future with the time machine, what would you change? Is there anything you would change? Not the village, not the parents, not the poverty. Not the municipal school, not the uh, uh, origin hostel, not the college which I studied, not the unemployment when I underthrew, not that Jainti Jenta Express, <laughs> not that VT railway station, not that Baba Atomic Research Center, not that wife, not that uh, IPO, because all the last two, three would have had not happened had I not had the past. Oh. No regrets. All I enjoyed. Exactly. Any one thing could
2: have changed and you would have probably That's all not gone. been here. Wow, that's a very, very powerful thought.
3: Many people tell, Kas hota, had I had a great father, had I get a great boss, had I get a great wife, everything people will tell, in spite of their being great, only because they couldn't use it. Yes. And I got everything, wonderful. So
2: what is the last thing you purchased for yourself?
3: Yeah, I didn't purchase it for myself. My children have purchased it for me. One, uh, what you call as Innova Cresta. Oh. Because the earlier car was purchased 12 years back mm-hmm. and they were wanting me to change. I didn't change. So, one fine day when I went, there was a car standing. So, um, I believe that is the last purchase. I didn't purchase anything in this last 20 years. Wow. Even all my garments, uh, everything was purchased by my wife. Wow. And mind you, I never had a passbook. Never had a password. Never had a lock. Wow. Life has become very powerful. You had
2: nothing to store. Nothing to store. Mm.
3: So my wife took care of me. Now my children are taking care of me. They recently got me one iPhone telling that, Daddy, you are using mails too much. Mm -hmm. And mail is very good in iPhone. So Mm -hmm. you must have. Mm -hmm. And then this one was the last purchased one. The Modi jacket. Yeah, which was around 3,000 rupees. I was reluctant to buy and my son told, okay, you don't buy. Then uh, we came home. The next day he went and purchased it. <laughs> and it came because in, we have a very unique system at my home. If anything to be bought, all three of us have to agree. Oh. So we don't spend.
1: All three of you have to agree. Wow.
3: But if you ask me what recent things I have purchased, a cyclotron for $3 million. <laughs> and a uh, uh, pet city machine each is $1 million. <laughs> I have purchased 12 of them. <laughs> And let me tell you here, there are two things for which you cut a check. One is for expenditure, another is for investment. Mm. If it comes to expenditure, I don't sign. When it comes to investment, I don't even see, even if it is 100 crore, I sign.
0: Ah. People have to differentiate.
3: Investments are different. Expenditures are
0: different. Different.
2: Investments are all about the future. Wow, such a powerful thought.
3: Yeah, I have some more punchlines. I tell people, uh, uh, love music, not food. Mm. So, you are big into music yourself? I, love, I, I enjoy music. So, love music, not food. Love nature, not gadgets. Because I love a drive to Lonavala. Um, from destination. your place,
2: it is faster to go faster to Lonavala than come to Andheri.
3: And the third one is, burn calories, not salaries. Mm. So people are burning salaries, not calories. Wow! So <laughs> everybody is burning salary. You are right. <laughs> well,
2: this is the difference between you and the others. You are worth a few thousand crores. Who is burning, wanting to burning calorie, and the people who are earning the salary are cribbing about why they are not doing well. Why is their boss not good? Why is this person bad? Like you know, it's so amazing, right? So like we have this awesome healthy lunch coming into our office and we were giving it to employees. And people are complaining about that, that, Mm -hmm. oh, it's too bland and it's too this and it's too... Listen, we are giving you lunch on the house and people are complaining that, oh, it is not as tasty as they want it to be. And the problem is that, you know, there's always better things in life, but you need to
3: go and choose. Let me tell you, there is a song of MGR in 1960s. The song says, by default, all children by birth are creators. Mm. by default, all children by birth are creators, if they become consumers, it is because of parents, grandparents and servants mm. so it is important, uh, upbringing of the child should be appropriate and uh, something goes wrong, that is why we have today negative uh, thinking negative approach and uh, when I meet my staff for the first time, I start with Tuch Tuja Jivanacha, silpakar ahe.
2: Areva, Marathi also. Vaman
3: Raupai said it. Yeah. You are You're the, the r sculptor r- of, of your own life. Life. Don't blame someone else.
2: Exactly. Exactly. People blame circumstances, people blame. So I keep saying this. So my favorite quote is that destiny is not a matter of chance, it's a matter of choice.
3: Absolutely. You, if can you choose are choose it.
2: Yeah. You can choose it by deciding, and you can't. You can keep blaming circumstances. You can blame karna hai, to hajar chise if you do know, you just need one reason to do it, and there are a million reasons not to do it. You decide what you want to focus on.
3: Absolutely. Blaming is only to tell that it is not Mera kazur. Hmm. Actually, it is your kazur. So, finally, sir, how do you
2: want to be remembered as? What is the legacy you by, think you are creating?
3: By year uh, 2100, in some textbooks of uh, medical um, technologies, they should read uh, Dr. Velumani was the man who came in and he made sure volumes benefits have been achieved by mass uh, processing of laboratory testing and then he has changed the cost effectiveness of diagnostic tests in the country if possible in the world
2: mm. I have to tell you that I've asked this question to many people. Nobody could answer it with that clarity. So I think the most amazing thing, sir, here is the clarity at which you are thinking, your clarity of how you want to be remembered. All I can tell you, sir, that I'm going to remember you for my entire life. Thank you very much. And, you know, it has been every time I meet you, I get charged, I get energized. And I know why, because of your positivity your never-say-die attitude and your ability to reset. So we are going to get you back here, by the way, given that you're going to do so many
3: more things. Thank you.
2: It has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, sir. I too
3: enjoyed visal And it was also for me a wonderful, enjoyable evening. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks a lot, sir.
0: Hello there, my
2: name is Naveen Narona and as a gay person in India I get asked a lot of stupid questions a Beta, is it LGBT or eligibility? How do two men procreate?
1: Bro is Grinder better than Tinder world?
2: We answer all these questions and much more
0: on my podcast Keeping It Queer where I talk to individuals from the LGBT community in India and learn about their personal stories Catch all the episodes on the IVM podcast app or any other podcasting app you like Till then, keep it queer
1: Every week comes a show where three people come together to tell you about stuff they like. A movie, a TV show, a book, and other stuff. Tune in every Monday on the IVM Podcast app to IVM Likes. Batman approves this message. Thank you, Batman.